This is CliffCentral.com. Welcome to the Opinion Booth with myself, Sonia Booth. He is known for his cross-cultural contemporary style of Christian music that fuses elements from gospel, jazz, rock and reggae. His name is synonymous with vertical experience. Colin Maluleke, welcome to the Opinion Booth. Thank you for having me. You are a very different looking pastor. I was expecting someone to rock up in here in like a, a suit, uh, no, like a, a no. tie or a cravat, you know. And no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm chilled. I'm, I'm me. I'm me. Um, what you just listened to is a clear reflection of who I am. So it's not about being a pastor, I guess, you know, just being a young guy that's, um, Pushing God's agenda. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. Because um, this morning when I was deciding what to wear, I thought hmm, um, <laughs> the the onesie that I want to wear. I normally have a red lipstick on, and I thought he's going to judge me for having a red lipstick. You know, it's like what's up with this? Just like you've been disrespectful. You're hosting a pastor for crying out loud. Oh, come on, man. It's not on. It's not in our place to judge. Uh, and what you wear does not define how God looks at you. I like that. Yeah. I like it. Here, yeah. here you are. You're wearing jeans, right? And yeah. Yeah. Ripped jeans, actually. And your shirt says, I've, Lord, I'm grateful. Lord, I'm grateful, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. So now, you mix gospel, jazz, rock, and reggae. I mean, <laughs> that, that, is, that is unusual. Um, yeah. is, is that an attempt to appeal to a broader or younger audience, or is that yeah. a way of staying relevant? Yeah, well, basically, we want to, um, I want to touch a wider audience, you know, uh, also be the bridge between different generational gaps, you know, the elderly guys as well as the young, uh, hip hop generation, um, the pop society that we're in, you know, so we want to try and fuse all those elements together and, uh, customize the word of God to be relevant to our generation. You know, I mean, we know about the God who parted the Red Sea, but we also want to talk about the God that took South Africa out of apartheid, for, for instance. You know, we want to talk about the God that saved me as a young person growing up in Soweto, you know, that made me different from everybody else, you know. So that's that's the kind of gospel we want to bring. We don't just want to look at it from a historical point of view, but we want to make it relevant now. How do we make Jesus popular on social media, for instance, you know? That's, that, that's where my thinking is, basically. And I'm not saying that's what the Bible says. I'm just saying that the packaging is up to whoever God speaks to. You know, the vision is from God, but I can choose how I want to package that and communicate it to the people. I like it when you say that you 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 um focusing more on bringing in the youth yeah. um in a path of can I call it righteousness maybe yeah, you know yeah, yeah. because when you look at at what's going on in society right now I mean let's talk about um the high crime rate mm. which um is a result of a high unemployment yeah, rate yeah, and yeah. You find a lot of youngsters who had the vision or yeah, who had the idea yeah. or the thought that if they do well at school, if they have a, a, a degree that is an automatic qualification yeah. for a job, yeah, right? Yeah. So there's a lot of despair. 
you you look at the papers. I mean, you, at times you actually don't even want to pick up a newspaper yeah, because definitely, it, they, they're depressing. Definitely. TV is depressing. Videos are going viral yeah, on social yeah. media with with people raping kids in yeah, a restaurant yeah, and, yeah, and and and, yeah. and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, house robberies, whatever. Yeah. So it's is 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 that where you're going with that? Because you can see a lot of despair and a yeah. lot of destruction yeah, by human yeah, beings. Yeah, exactly. You know, I think that. Um, Everybody has got the potential to do good. Everybody has got the potential to do well. And like you said, you know, we all, I, I don't think there's any child that grows up thinking when I grow up, I want to be a criminal. You know, those are ideologies that society then brings upon us or our surrounding, where, where, where you're growing up from, you know, what are you seeing predominantly every day when you wake up in the morning? Um, you know, uh, you, you, you see people with degrees can't get jobs, you know, good people can't get jobs because of corruption and all kinds of things happening in our society today. So we're trying to bring that element. Hence, uh, you know, I did uh, the album called Grateful, you know, to say I may not have it all, but I'm grateful for what I have because things could be worse for me. But God has really, really been good to me, you know, and, and, and I'm just grateful for that, that I grew up in the, in the, uh, uh, in, in one of the most impoverished locations in Soweto. But, you know, I've seen the hand of God take me from there to, to, to a place where I could say, you know, I used to dream of being there. You know, we grew up Kokasi thinking that, you know, uh, Santin, there's, there's no dust in Santin, you know, um, and, and it's all an opinion because none of us had ever been there. So, so when you thought Santin, when you think of doing shopping in Santin, you're thinking, oh, but forgetting that the same checkers that's there in Dobsonville is the very same one, uh, that's in Santin, you know, it's all about what are you exposed to. So, and, and we're trying to bring that, hence my music, you know, I mean, a lot of people think, Okay, Colin, you, number one, you are Shangan. How do you then go do rock and roll and all those kind of, where did you learn that from? Then I'm like, it's, it's just a choice that one makes. You know, we shape our world by our thoughts and by what we expose ourselves to. Do you think the level of despair that's out there, mm. it's, it's almost palpable, right? It's almost like you can touch yeah, it. Yeah, right? yeah. Do you, do you, um, not, Believe or, or would you agree or disagree with the fact that a lot of uh, people that are in ministry are playing on those emotions? And I'm talking about the level of desperation that yeah, people have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is 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 that what's happening yeah. with some of the pastors <laughs> out there? Because yeah. because there's been lots of stories of dodgy. Yeah, yeah, a whole lot who, of dodgy who, people. Who, yeah, who are um, luring um, congregants. Yeah. Into into a church. I mean, I saw a post the other day of somebody commenting that um, some churches actually pay you, um, you know, like leads when you're working for a call center. Yeah, yeah. If you if you, uh, if bring, you bring in ten thousand leads, they'll yeah. give you this much so <laughs> commission. It, it, yeah. So I, I, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I think I was naive in yeah. thinking that these things happen, but they, it seems like they do. They do happen. Yeah, they do happen. Like um, like any good thing, there's always going to be a counterfeit. Look at Nike, for instance. How many Nike, fake Nike sneakers can you find on the streets of Joburg today? You know, but that does not stop the good ones from continuing to be there, you know, from thriving and all that. So I think that, you know, a lot of people, and, and, and here's where the problem is, Sonia. I think a lot of people take people's word for it. They don't have a relationship with God. So when I tell you, when I give you my opinion, that's what you go for. You know, and like any other, if, if, if somebody's in it for the business, let's just be, uh, frank. If, if I'm in it for the business, if I'm going to go study the word for you, um, 
stay up all night praying for you. Do all kinds of things, you know, and you just come in on a Sunday looking for a quick fix. People will take you for a ride because you don't even know what you're doing. You don't even know the God that they're referring to. You don't know um, the scriptures that they're talking about. You know, even the Bible itself that we need to prove the scriptures. We need to go back and do our own research. And, and I'm privileged to be in a church whereby, you know, we taught the word. And the pastor always emphasizes, don't take my word for it. You need to have your own relationship with God. Because what I'm telling you is my interpretation of the scripture. And God can, I can read, both of us can read the same thing and interpret it differently. Depending on what the spirit says to me or to you. But a lot of people are in a place where they depend on prophets. They depend on all kinds of things to say, you know what, they want to get their message sorted out right now. And the most basic thing to do is to go into the word of God, study it for yourself, pray to God, have a relationship with the Holy Spirit, depend on God to guide you. Because God is not exclusive to pastors. He doesn't just talk to pastors. You know, then those days are over. Jesus came and he, and he abolished all of that. We can all approach the throne of grace. He's our father. He's our friend. He's our healer. All of us. I don't need my pastor to lay hands on me to be healed, for instance. You know, I can go into the presence of God and take whatever it is that I want. And it all depends on the relationship that you have with the Holy Spirit, which a lot of people don't have. Yourself having that relationship, yeah, which will prevent you from being brainwashed. Yes, and being naive because there's a lot of bad people out there. I can tell you, there's there's people wearing suits, looking all good, saying all the right stuff, but their intentions are just to get money out of the people. Hmm. Okay, it's it's there. It's okay, there. I'm gonna I'm gonna quiz you on that because <laughs> I'm, I want to, uh, your opinion on a whole lot of things because I'm a very curious person, somewhat controversial. Some yeah. people say. So gospel music is huge yeah. in SA, particularly right now. I mean, this, yeah. this wasn't always the case. You agree, right? Yeah. So definitely. as a, as a songwriter, producer, and music director, what mm. do you attest uh, the shift uh, towards? Um. Well, I think uh, also. For a very long time, we were very restricted in terms of writing new music, you know. Um, but with the pop culture growing, you know, we also... I think one of the major challenges that we usually had was that we couldn't get people, especially the young people, to relate to the stories that gospel music used to tell back in the day, you know. It it uh, it was always the gospel of suits, you know. If you you, you can't wear... Uh, torn jeans as a, as, as a gospel singer, you, you, you know, you, you look somewhat like a sinner. We described sinners by, uh, whether they've got a tattoo, whether they've got piercings and all that stuff. That's how we usually described people back in the days. But now that, you know, with the pop culture and we are all, uh, now moving towards that, you know, trying to bring God into that because you cannot be away from social media and, 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 and the media as a whole. We need that to spread the good news. So I think with the rise in, in us being able to upload music on YouTube, upload music on, uh, on, on iTunes and all that, it's now easily and much more accessible to the people, you know, and, um, so it, it also the, the, the desperation from the people wanting to connect with God has given rise to gospel music as well because we're preaching a message of hope, uh, a message of grace and love and all that. Yeah. Which unfortunately a lot of people take it for, you know, take advantage of. That. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, churches are normally filled by the elderly, <laughs> perhaps because they know they are close to their death. <laughs> that's, that, that's the only assumption I have, right? Yeah. So now, however, lately, I mean, you see younger people getting involved in praise and worship. Yeah. Um, 
why is that? Uh, well, you know, I think Jesus is the answer. You know, Jesus is definitely the answer for, for, uh, for our generation today. And because, uh, like I said, now more churches are able to even do live streaming, you know, um, we can attract the younger generation. Remember back in the days, we didn't have stuff like social media where we can actually communicate with people from Durban while we're here. And it doesn't even really cost me that much to do so, you know. So now that we've got all these marketing tools, we can talk to the young people. We can get the young people to come to Christ. We can get people out of the streets into the house of God, you know, and, and, and preach the good news. And they then influence other young people. And then the next thing you know, churches are filling up with a lot of young people. And, and, and I think that is, that is an amazing thing to see happening, you know, because we don't just need the, the older generation. We need the young guys to get saved. That's the only way because the most troublesome people right now is the youth because they're hungry. They're desperate. But, and there's churches out there that are teaching people how to get employed, teaching people how to, how to behave well, teaching people, uh, godly manners, you know. So yeah, we, we're on the right path. Okay. We're on the right path. Okay, I like that. <laughs> now, as as a worship leader, what is your opinion on the legalization of marijuana? Oh, <laughs> I told you this is the opinion <laughs> on Cliff Central. <laughs> you know, um, my opinion uh, would be, you know, for, for for instance, I would think that it's something that I've 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 never uh, tested myself. So I have no uh cravings for 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 stuff like that for instance you know because I've never tasted that and I believe that um also my opinion might be to say it's wrong and somebody else may say it's medicinal you understand so all of that I believe in the conviction of the holy spirit I don't do things just because society says they're right and I don't do things just because they're legal. It's also my own personal conviction and my relationship with God and knowing uh, scripture that will then tell me, okay, cool. You know, uh, can I, how far can I go in my experiment as a, as a, as a human being, you know, and, 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 and how well can I do in certain things? So my opinion wouldn't matter much. I would tell you that, you know, getting high is a waste of time. Interesting. For me, you, your opinion. Does, there's a reason why I asked you. I mean, your opinion matters because you're a leader, right? You, you. What do you? What do you? What do you? Call, you're, you're a worship leader. Yeah, I'm a worship that, leader. That's why. Yeah. I, that's why I asked you that question. Yeah. Because you have a lot of people that look up to you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So now, okay. Anyway, I, I try. I try to stay away from. Like, I, I would not encourage people to do stuff that I don't do. Also, I would um, rather have people sober, think soberly. You know, uh, that's my, that's my thinking. That's, that's where I'm, I'm, I'm at in as far as alcohol, uh, drugs and marijuana is, uh, uh, is concerned. I would say guys, if anything is wrong or if anything has a bearing on your thinking, if it can influence you to think in a certain way, whether good or bad, you know, then that's what the deciding factor should be. Uh, so you know when you're high, uh, because I got high, I was gonna go to class until I got high. So people drop out of. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> when when the earth was created yeah. by the higher being, yeah, marijuana being a natural plant that mm. we found 
here. We didn't. We don't. We don't grow it. Yeah. It, we found it you didn't here. So it. what do you yeah. make of that? You, the creator yeah. Yeah. gave us marijuana. Yeah. He, he, yeah. he planted it. Yeah. All things are permissible, but not all things are beneficial. What does that mean? Like um, you've got the deciding factor. You can decide what to do, but it doesn't mean that it will benefit you. Why was it put on earth? By Mother Nature. There's there's a lot of things that are uh, okay. Let's look at a flood, for instance. Mm-hmm. You understand? Nobody manufactures a flood. Yeah. But it destroys lives. Yeah. Exactly. But so flood, flood, and there's can, poisonous trees as well. But, fl- but floods are due to rain, and rain gives gives us uh, uh, water to drink. Yeah. So so at the same time, it gives you water to drink, and at the same time, it can kill you as well. The same water that that people drink can also kill. So there's plants which are good. If it's up there, it's a tree, it's nice. Uh, we can use it for shade and all that stuff. But at the same time, you find that the fruits that come out of that same tree are poisonous, are, are not good for consumption. You understand? But it's there. God put it there. Why did God put it there? I wish I knew. I wish I didn't have to struggle with the choices that I have to struggle with. I wish, you know, um, God, I, I was just automated to obey God. But God gives us free will so that we can decide. He does not force us to do anything. But not all decisions that we make are beneficial for us. Okay, I I I, I can see that this is uh, it's not going to be easy to convince you. But um, uh, FYI, marijuana is not poisonous. Anyway, I'm I'm happy to move along because I I can see this can. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's move on. So now the other day I drove past a church. I won't mention the name because I don't want lawsuits mm-hmm. and I don't want uh, the worshippers there to follow me around uh, <laughs> Abu Lakasha and yeah. you know snipers and mm. um, yeah. So I drove past a church a few days ago and I mm. noticed, um, you know, that sign that they put in a building to show that there is an ATM inside. Yeah. And I was driving with my husband and our two sons and I reacted an ATM machine at a church. church. And I looked at my husband and his first reaction was, mm, that's in poor taste. Yeah. Anyway. My initial re- reaction, you know, I, I thought, wow, this, this is, Absolutely crass. Yeah. I then posted this on Facebook, on my Facebook wall, and the following comments came through. Mm. There's quite a few, and at the end, I want your opinion. Yeah. So allow me. So, Pit Piper Don Serachim. Where and what's the name of the church? It's very important for me to know so that I can avoid it. Bongim Locha. Guyafi Wasisi. It's a business. Mapifo. Masuha. Many churches do have ATMs these days. Ask people who go to most of these new churches, they'll tell you. Morwa Moi. They are not apologetic in collecting money. Henceforth, they made a point that, that if you don't have cash, the ATM is there in church premises. Mm. Nolutando Jonas. Church is expensive. Masompo, wait until you hear the pastor tell you that you can swipe if you don't have cash on you. Mm. There's a speed point at the back. Neo fabulous Ramofoko. It's convenient. You don't have to stress about getting money beforehand for mm. tithes, buying stuff when there's church events. Every church asks for money, tithes, contributions. Charismatic and other churches are more advanced. Dineo Mkhozi. Sonia Booth. Myself, I'm wondering how long until we start tithing by debit order too. Angel, nowadays they do have credit card machines. Baba Lashota, that's actually so sad. Michelle LaRue Jacobs, hospitals have ATMs too. Some churches use SnapScan. Mm. Hey. 
<laughs> I didn't know that either. <laughs> Snap skin, yeah. <laughs> next thing, next thing, next thing you're going to be tithing using your iris because I don't know if you know, but in Tokyo, mm. you're able to walk into a store and instead of producing a credit card or a cell phone for payment, they just scan your iris. Ah. So that might be the next wow. thing that you might look into wow. as a pastor or a church, you know, innovation, right? <laughs> Reinvent yourself and stay relevant as a church pastor. <laughs> Elizabeth Beryl Mushweshu, who is a mother to me, Akola Dimamzo, she mm-hmm. says, why would a church have an ATM? Who owns this church with an ATM? Certainly not any of the traditional churches that is Anglican, Roman Catholic, etc. An ATM inside a hospital is understandable. If I run out of sanitary protection and I'm admitted in that hospital, I can go to the ATM, withdraw cash and buy my lady things. Mm. It's mostly private hospitals that have ATMs. If my admission fee is short, I can always go to the ATM and get some cash and top up on what I have in hand. Mm. But why should there be one at a church. Yakupa Adubu. Hey, I refuse to attend any church with an ATM outside. Utiko and Lord forgive me. Celeste Burns. <laughs> I am finished so bad. Celeste is sitting right there, by the way. She's she's in our sales department. Lerato Ramasaha via tithe via EFT. So now I can pay my tithe via EFT? Wow. Okay, moving along. <laughs> Churches have speed points as well As a pastor What is your opinion on all of that? Okay, alright Firstly, I, I don't have a church Of uh, my own Okay, um, also okay, But it, when it comes to Issues of uh, ATMs uh, Speed points and all that stuff In churches It's, it's mainly for convenience um, there's been a lot of reports of people being robbed in churches. Like, uh, robbers would literally walk into a church and take people's handbags, take people's cell phones, take people's wallets. You mean like a hold that. up in church? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They wow. do that. They, they do that. Wow. They, it's, 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 it's that bad. So I don't think, um, like, like, uh, for instance, a lot of people will complain, okay, why do we have to give in church? You know, um, for example, we use microphones to sing. Somebody has to pay for those microphones. In fact, it's for the benefit of the people. Because if the, if the church is 5,000 people, for instance, and I have to stand in front of people and sing and lead people in worship, we need a proper sound system to do that. People complain that it's hot. Right now we've got ACs in here. People walk into a church and be like, hey man, it's so hot today. So the church building needs to be convenient for the people. Churches employ people these days. So there's nothing wrong with giving money in a, in a church, uh, for, for whatever reason. You understand? There's, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. If there's an ATM machine in the church, it is also for convenient. A lot of churches now have got coffee shops. They've got bookstores. People need to buy merchandise. You know, you walk in there, you need a Bible. You can quickly go to the bookstore, get yourself a Bible. You need a certain message by a certain pastor. You can walk into the bookstore, uh, get yourself some books, some uh, some messages and uh, all that stuff. So it's mainly for convenience. It's mainly for convenience. It's like walking into a mall. You need cash. You can just withdraw it there. You know, some people want to pay their tithe and the tithe is uh, 10% of your earnings. So now you've got, um, let's say you earn 150,000 rands. You want to pay tithe of 15,000 rands. 
So now you want to go, uh, the risk of you walking into, walking up to an ATM somewhere at the mall, withdrawing money, driving to church with that, it's a lot of risk. So now EFT technology is meant for our convenience. The same way that we use microphones, the same way that we drive, then why don't we use donkeys to, to church then if we can? Because an ATM is the same as a car. It's for convenience. Not a Lamborghini. Some pastors use the tithe, use the tithing money to buy Lamborghinis. <laughs> well, and, and most of these pastors are serving churches in the most impoverished mm, townships and yeah, squatter camps. Yeah. And, and, and they don't even realize how insensitive and out of touch they are with their yeah, congregants yeah. that you'll see them wearing a Versace uh, suit with 10 bodyguards. I don't even yeah, know why a pastor yeah. needs a bodyguard because if you are the man of God, God should be protecting yeah. you. So you don't need bodyguards. <laughs> But now a Lamborghini, yeah. you, a, a Corolla can get you from A to yeah. B, so that's convenience. A Lamborghini is not. Of course. Oh, well, I mean, uh, it, it it all depends. Like you're saying, there's people that serve people in um, the most impoverished communities, you know, and it may look like they're taking money from the people. And like I said in the beginning, um, we spoke about originality. You know, I even gave the example about Nike sneakers. There are good pastors. There are bad Stop people. Stop promoting Nike. They don't pay us. <laughs> Do they pay you? Oh, no, they so don't. So let's, let's, let's not talk about them. So, let's talk about our, you and your music, yeah, which we're going to get yeah. into just now. Yeah. Exactly. So so it's, it's, it's all about that. Wherever there is a counterfeit or wherever there is a fake thing happening is because there is an original that's there somewhere. There are people that, um, you know, uh, there are pastors that were, are probably in business. You know, they do business. So their lavish lifestyle has got nothing to do with church funds, for instance. I've got a business. I'm a multi-millionaire. I do, I do my business during the week. On Sunday, I go and encourage people. I'm preaching the word of God. If I can afford a private jet, uh, and it's convenient for my business, I'll go buy myself a private jet. If I can afford a Lamborghini in my business, in my personal capacity, I can I can go ahead and do that. As long as the purpose for which you are there to serve uh, the people for is being met, I don't see anything wrong uh, with that. Unless if a person then is taking money from the people to finance their lavish lifestyle. And which I agree with you, there's a lot of people that do that. And at the same time, there's a lot of people that do this thing the right way. Okay, I want to go back to tithing. Mm. You said it's very important to tithe. If I want to frequent a church and I cannot afford to tithe because yeah. now it's this cost of living is high, right? Yeah. It's, it's going to become very difficult to live, yeah. right? What will happen if I don't tithe? Am I going straight to hell? Nah. Do not pass begin. Do not collect 200 rands type of thing. No, 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 no. It's, it's, it's not a hell. You know what? Um, the Bible says in the book of Genesis that as long as the earth remains, seed time and harvest, uh, will not cease. Me, what, what does that mean? The most basic principle that we are taught in the kingdom of God and which is predominant throughout the Bible, uh, by the way, um, it's seed. Uh, everybody has a seed. Whatever you need, you saw, you, you put in the time. For instance, my album. I put in the time, I invested money into it, and then it yields fruits. So it's a spiritual law that there is, that tithing, and it's not that if you don't have money, don't come to church. If you don't have your tithe, then we condemn you or anything like that. You understand? These are things that a lot of people need to be taught, and it's not something that you can just grasp 
just like that, just because I said it. It's like I said, you need to develop a relationship with God. It is something that will settle in, in you, uh, will settle in your spirit. I, I won't say that the Bible doesn't say if you don't tithe, you're going to hell. That's not what it says. But what the tithe is used to do, for instance, I gave you an example of church buildings. We need to buy equipment in the church. We I need, hear you. Y- you understand. So it's, it's just a matter of, um, Choice of words that people use uh, in churches these days to try and convince people to 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 bring their tithe, and I don't know why. You know, because you stick to the word of God, you allow the spirit of God to minister to them. And if Sonia is comfortable doing it, let Sonia do it. Let not my opinion about it hamper you or hinder you, because maybe God has not revealed it to me yet, so I'm not going to force it on you. Until you are convicted in your spirit that this is where God wants me to be. Because even the church, the Bible says that I will appoint pastors for you. Men that are, uh, well, when the Bible says men, it doesn't refer to gender. It just refers to the man species. You know, mm. yeah, it's, 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 it's not a female I'm or, glad you were quick or, or male. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, so, so, so he says, I will appoint pastors for you after my own heart. Like, so, so, I don't choose what church to go to. And here's the thing. It's the spiritual realm is as real as the physical realm. I never chose to be a Colin Maluleg. I was born and I was told that that dude right there with the big bald head, that's your dad. That woman that drinks alcohol every day over there, that's your mom. I never had an opinion. I never had a say in it. And same, uh, 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 ref- uh, uh, the same principle is how it works in the spirit realm. God has to direct you to a place. And now, how does God direct me if I don't know God? You can try different churches and you will feel convicted in your, in your own heart, in your spirit. There's a place, there's no place like home. When you get to your house right now, you're comfortable. This is my house. You understand? Maybe the first time you moved in there, it wasn't as comfortable as trying to adjust from the previous house you were living in. But over time, it becomes home for you, you know? So in the spirit realm, it's exactly the same. People church hop. That's why you get, you, you end up in the hands of robbers and, and crooks and all that. Because you go this Sunday, you are in, uh, Jesus is coming very soon ministries. Uh, the following day, you, you are in, uh, Spongile is on her way to heaven ministries. The next thing you know, there's all kinds of confusion. Then now you don't know who's genuine and who's not. Um, you, 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 have a, you have a sense of humor. <laughs> now, okay, one, one, one last one, and then I, um, after that, I need for you to sing us a few choruses, right? Because after all, that, that, that's the main reason you are here, right? We wanna, we wanna hear that voice. We, we, we want for you to uplift our spirits so that we are good for the rest of the week and for the remainder of the year, because it's gonna be a very tight December with these pockets, you know, and the petrol price coming it's gonna, up. It's gonna be it's, gonna, it's not gonna be a nice December at all. So you, you, you're gonna uplift our spirits and give us hope right but let me ask you one last one mm. or your opinion so listen to this pastor alf lukau mm. posted a picture on twitter of wheelchairs lifted by yeah. a couple of people with the caption men and women who were wheeled into church that evening stood up and ran to the altar to give their testimonies mm. this can only be god yeah this was followed by a response from the villager at Stating mm. Next time don't use wheelchairs That are so visibly new for your scam yeah. Ed Malisendrovu added By stating My little brother came in close proximity With a savior That preyed on young college kids And gave them quarters to recruit church folk Apparently there was a debit order Tithe declaration on <laughs> entry Chesa, She says So glad my little brother 
was broke, but not that broke to recruit church folk. Your opinion on that? Um, like I said, I, I, I won't I won't go as far as saying whether or not uh, people did get healed in that service because. I don't go to that church, mm. and 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 I uh, my opinion on the on the man of God, um, so to say, uh, would be I don't have a relationship with him, so I wouldn't know uh, whether it was genuine or whether it was fake or anything. So maybe the members would be able to clarify all the people that claim to have been healed, if we can track them down and try and get something. But God does heal. I've seen miracles in my life. I've seen God heal people from sickness and disease. You know, the Bible is filled with, uh, stories of, 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 or, or, or examples of men and women that were healed. The woman with the issue of blood, the, uh, the, the man that was sitting by the, uh, gate called beautiful. So God healed back in the day. He still heals even today. God can heal any disease from headache to cancer. God can do it. You know, um, some people exaggerate it. Some people play with these things. Um, uh, some people, obviously, it's, it's, it's a marketing scam or whatever the case mm, might which be. It's very sad for people that are actually physically having to sit on a exactly. that don't have a choice. Exactly, right? yeah. exactly. Anyway, now to the... Positive. Mm. I want to hear your voice because I know you've got an amazing voice. <laughs> Please sing choruses to five of your new songs. Just chorus, 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 chorus. Five of them. Okay. Uh, five. Okay. Grateful. Well, we played grateful, so okay. you can't do that. Yeah. 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 Okay. So uh, there's power. It says I received power. When the Spirit of the Lord came upon me, He gave me power. And I'll never ever be the same, never ever be the same power. When the Spirit of the Lord came upon me, He gave me power. And I'll never ever be the same, never ever be the same. So that's power. Then the next one would be Ikamelihe. And it goes like, Gizolibong, Ikamalako, Gizolibong, Ikamaliga Jehovah, Gizolibong, so that's Gamelite right there. The next one would be my pe- one of my personal favorites, Hosiaina. That means our king in Shangani. So it says, Jehovah Hosiaina. And my favorite one is Jehovah That means he's a healer I love that one in particular. <laughs>
<laughs> All right, and then uh, another one would be Nsobo. Um, Nsobo means grace. Uh, that's also in Shangan. Uh, so it says Nsobo wawena Yehovah uisa isile Nsobo wawena Yehova uisa isile Itatama ikurula Rula, rula, rula Rula, rula, rula Yeah, rula, rula, rula That means we'll live in peace Oh, rula, rula, rula Rula, rula, rula Rula, rula, rula Okay, and then another one That's that's what, that's four now, right? <laughs> one more to go Go on, go on one more to go. Um, okay, this one, I think everybody knows this. Bow down and worship him. I did uh, Bishop Benjamin Dube's uh, rendition of bow down and worship him. So it goes, bow down and worship him. Worship him. Oh, worship him. And we're not ashamed of that name. Jesus, the King of Kings. Yeah. Jesus, the King of Kings. We will worship Him. Oh, worshiping. Wow. <laughs> yeah, okay. Now I understand why your album is doing so well in sales. We thank God. We thank God. Congratulations. Thank, God. thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You know, the album just came out on Friday, uh, this past Friday. Uh, we're sitting on the, um, uh, music, uh, top 40, uh, charts. And this is my second album, by the way. Um, so also recorded live at our church, House of Treasures. So, um, and yeah, it's, it's doing so well. We had a bit of a problem with, uh, I know a lot of people are looking for it online and can't find it. We took it down on Saturday. It was sitting on, um, number three on the iTunes charts as well. Uh, worldwide gospel, um, uh, downloads. And uh, we had a bit of a problem with our service provider that was uh, distributing our music digitally. So I had to terminate the contract with them. And now um, we're going to put it back up this week. It's going to be available for pre-orders before the end of the week. And we're going to re-release it on the 26th of October. But in the meantime, Musica, Kumbooks, it's available. And uh, iTunes as well. Yeah, well, iTunes, we just took it down over the weekend yeah, because of that problem. And those of you that got a chance to download it, I know you might have seen this. You can check it out also. Uh, Don't take my word for it. Uh (laughs) Go on social media, check it out on my page. You'll see we did a bit of screenshots as well, showing that it was sitting on number three on the iTunes uh, Christian and gospel charts. So, um, and I'm really grateful, you know, as the album says, for all the support. Um, I didn't know it was going to be this way you know my distribution company called me yesterday and said wow you see you're you're on the top charts and and my previous album was never even in the stores by the way i couldn't get it distributed you know but now 
Look at it's God. It's all looking good. Look and the album God. is called Grateful. Grateful. And I'm so grateful. Congratulations. I wish <laughs> Thank you, you all so the best from Thank a year so onwards. Upwards and up. Forwards and upwards, as it says. Amen. Amen. And backwards never. Thank you so much for joining me on the Thank Opinion Thank you booth. so much, Sonia. My humble opinion, after all, this is the Opinion Booth. Years ago, I was a member at this church. I attended religiously, excuse the pun, <laughs> that is until I noticed the VIP signs at the parking lot and also the VIP seating area in the auditorium. I thought to myself, if we are all equal before the Lord, then why the privileges for the select few? The so-called blessed and highly favored and the opposite of that would be cursed and least favored. I also witness people who bring their checkbooks and they fill it in full view of other congregants, dancing and waving the check, wanting everybody to see how much money they are tithing, as if this is their ticket to heaven. <laughs> Aspire to inspire before you expire. This is CliffCentral.com.